Welcome to American Dissident Voices. I'm Kevin Alfred Strom. Life hangs by a fragile thread. It may not be obvious that this is so in your day-to-day activities, but it is indisputable. Again and again and again, life has almost been wiped off the face of the earth. Scientists call these disasters mass extinction events, defined as events which permanently wipe out in one fell swoop a significant number of living species. As the only fully conscious members of our already threatened race, and as the only real stewards of all life on Earth, which might well be the only place in the universe where life even exists, it is our responsibility to think about these events and their inevitable recurrence. Though the early natural history of the Earth is not completely known, it is generally accepted among scientists that there were five major mass extinction events, commonly called the Big Five. Of course, some species are always going extinct, but these five major extinction events throughout Earth's history are characterized by significantly higher extinction rates compared to such background levels. They are named based on the geological period in which they occurred. 1. The Ordovician-Silurian extinction, 443 million years ago, wiped out around 85% of marine species, likely due to glaciation and ocean anoxia, lack of oxygen. 2. The Late Devonian extinction, 375 million years ago, eliminated about 75% of marine species and was possibly caused by an asteroid impact or volcanic eruptions. 3. The Permian-Triassic extinction, 252 million years ago, also called the Great Dying, was responsible for the extinction of nearly 96% of marine species and 70% of land vertebrates. The cause is believed to involve multiple factors like volcanic activity, methane release, and ocean acidification. 4. The Triassic-Jurassic extinction, 201 million years ago, caused around 76% of marine species and many land vertebrates to go extinct and was potentially triggered by another asteroid impact or volcanic activity. 5. The Cretaceous-Paleogene extinction, 66 million years ago, is probably the most famous mass extinction event and was responsible for wiping out 100% of non-avian dinosaurs, as most people know. But you may not know that it also caused the extinction of 75% of all living species on this planet. 
Like some of the others, it was almost certainly triggered by an asteroid impact. That averages somewhat over one mass extinction every 100 million years. While no one can know how long it will be before the next such event, we do know, one, that human beings have definitely polluted the earth and changed its chemical composition in widespread locations, and two, that there is a constant flow of rogue asteroids intersecting Earth's orbit, and the probability of one large enough to threaten our existence, hitting that orbit when the Earth is at the same spot, and there are effectively only 365 and a quarter such spots per year, is definitely not zero. And, in fact, a smaller but still significant asteroid did impact Earth's atmosphere in relatively recent times, exploding a few miles above the Earth over Siberia, in 1908, the Tunguska event, which vaporized or instantly incinerated or flattened trees across 1,200 square miles of forest and caused eerie lights to be seen in the sky as far away as New York City. The Tunguska asteroid is estimated to have been only 60 yards across, made of material that exploded miles in the air, so it never even struck the Earth. It is estimated that there are over half a million asteroids, with masses more than 400 times that of the Tunguska object, too large to be burned up entirely by Earth's atmosphere, and many of them much, much larger than that, and they are constantly colliding and launching themselves into erratic orbits. Look at the face of the moon, where erosion does not take place to erase such history, and read the story of all the impacts there, many of them incredibly huge, with your own naked eyes. It's just a matter of time. And there was an extinction event long before the Big Five, even before the rise of multicellular organisms of any kind. It is called the Great Oxidation Event, or GOE, which occurred roughly 2.4 to 2.1 billion years ago. The GOE was caused by the first release of masses of free oxygen into Earth's atmosphere, by the first one-celled creatures capable of photosynthesis. This oxygen was fatal to most existing life forms at the time. The GOE isn't typically considered a mass extinction event since, one, the number of species existing then isn't well established, as they were all, as far as we know, unicellular creatures who don't tend to leave much fossil evidence of themselves, and the total number of early species may have been low compared to later epochs, though the number of individuals was undoubtedly huge, and two, even though we are not certain, it's believed that the 
raw number of species that went extinct was too small to fit today's definition of mass extinction event. Nevertheless, the Great Oxidation Event, which spanned about 300 million years, and the resulting Huronic Ice Age which followed it, the first and most deadly ice age of all, which lasted more than 200,000 years and resulted in a snowball earth covered by ice sheets miles thick and either reaching or almost reaching the equator, resulted, according to one estimate, in the death of approximately 99.9% of all living things on planet Earth. Life, all of it single-celled, clung on in the deepest ocean vents and in a few pools near the equator or near volcanoes. And that's all. Life itself nearly ceased. And the life which followed this great winnowing began to evolve in new directions. If things had gone just a little bit differently with any of these extinction events, just a few percentage points one way or the other in a number of factors, we would not be here at all. And there are probably thousands of possible scenarios in which the earth can become uninhabitable for all life, and many times as many scenarios in which it becomes uninhabitable for human beings. Life is fragile. Species are highly interdependent and also very dependent on maintaining a very narrow range of climatic and chemical conditions of sea, land, and air. Change is constant, and changes for one species or geographic region can sometimes have a radiating domino effect, which wipes out most life in a given area or planet-wide. In addition to all this, there are many, many more possible events that threaten us in particular, Aryan man. So what can be done? to ensure our continued existence in the face of such threats. The white race still produces men who ponder such things. As far as asteroids are concerned, some of the proposed solutions involve 1. Early detection. With existing technology, we still miss smaller asteroids with short detection windows, leaving less time for deflection efforts. 2. Deflection via kinetic impact. This method involves launching a spacecraft to physically collide with an asteroid, altering its trajectory slightly and steering it away from Earth. Missions like DART, Double Asteroid Redirection Test by NASA and the European Space Agency, are testing this approach. 3. Deflection by Gravity Tractor 
This technique involves placing a spacecraft near an asteroid for an extended period, using its gravitational pull to gradually nudge the asteroid's orbit. While still quite difficult, this method offers the potential for more precise control. 4. Deflection by Nuclear Explosion this option, only considered for extreme scenarios, involves detonating a nuclear device near an asteroid to fragment it or alter its trajectory. It should go without saying that all of these methods involve high intelligence, high creativity, and a high culture capable of gaining knowledge through the scientific method and passing it on, ever augmented to future generations. They also demand a high degree of unity, national purpose, and organization. Mitigating non-asteroidal extinction events also involves the same qualities, involving the acquisition and transmission and creative application of deep knowledge of chemistry, biology, climatology, cosmology, and a hundred other fields. It should also go without saying that dinosaurs and cyanobacteria and most every other creature that exists can do nothing in the face of disastrous extinction events. They depend totally on chance, and chance often fails them. They are utterly helpless. But consider this well. Gang-banging Negroes and stoop-labor mestizos are equally helpless. Additionally, most members of our own race are also totally incapable of defending against such disasters if they are stripped of the help of that tiny fraction of 1% of our race, the white race, which is capable of cogent reasoning and inventive application of science and technology to such matters. In fact, there is no guarantee whatever that even that tiny best fraction of our race's greatest minds will succeed. They might not. But that minuscule fraction of our race's very best brains, if properly organized and directed, is our only chance. And what, as a society, are we doing to the brightest and most creative white people, doing to our only chance? We are breeding it out of existence through officially encouraged racial mixture. We are forcing it out of existence by flooding its living and breeding space with tens of millions of members of lower quality races. We are destroying its future by fostering all manner of sexual perversions among it, all of which have the result of fewer and fewer white children being born. We are causing it to be 
decimated by discouraging the birth of the best among us and encouraging the birth of the worst among us through our social welfare and tax policies. We are starving it out of existence by transferring its wealth through taxation and financial manipulation to parasites. Underclass congoids and brown invader parasites and overclass Jewish parasites. We are miseducating it out of existence by spending precious time and limited resources teaching its young people to hate their own race and to believe that any defense of their own race is somehow evil and ought to be punished. We are stunting its mental faculties and thereby destroying it by inculcating in it the Abrahamic religion of Christianity, which denies race and denies human hierarchy and quality and exalts all that is low, and which, worst of all, fosters a worship and veneration of Jews who are the main drivers of all this destruction of the elite of our race, who they regard as their enemies. In short, we are doing very much the opposite of what we ought to be doing if we wish to continue to exist. Intellectually, spiritually, and practically, we are murdering our own leadership class and fiercely defending the parasites who eat upon us. And thereby we are making ourselves helpless before those parasites, helpless before our enemies, and helpless in the face of the natural disasters which surely lie before us. Do you want to join a community of other white men and women who can see these truths clearly? Do you want you and your family to be part of the solution, to be a part of that fraction that sees reality as it really is? Do you want to give your children hope and purpose and vision instead of trash pop culture and death by a thousand degradations via our current misrulers. Get out from under. Break free. Join the National Alliance. <laughs>